Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have in-depth and meaningful conversations with various instructors, organizers, and musicians in the colorful and exciting world of Argentine tango. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thank you very much for joining us. As students of tango, we're mostly occupied with the technical aspects of the dance, which mainly involves learning new figures, improving our technique, communicating with our partners, and figuring out how to move to the music. But there's a lot more to tango than just technical stuff. The people we'll meet on the show have dedicated a great deal of time and in many cases, their professional lives to this dance. Okay, and with me now, face to face here in Chicago, is a internationally renowned tango teacher, dancer, performer, a film director and actor, a man who needs very little introduction, but I'll introduce him anyway. He's known for his boundless energy, his passion, his humor, and his amazing assortment of hats. Mr. Oliver Kolker, how are you? Thank you so much for being here, taking the time. I know your schedule's packed. Well, thank you for coming to visit me in Chicago. Sure. I know you drove a long <laughs> way, man. Thank you very much. Uh, my pleasure, my pleasure. So, uh, the first question I have is, when you were dancing tango, when did you know? Can you describe the moment that you knew that you wanted tango to be a part of your life? Well, that's a very tricky question, because I think that everybody has that question in their minds. The thing is, I don't know if everybody takes the step in that direction, you know? Um, I don't know, I started dancing in 1998. I remember the first even tango lesson I took in my life in La Viruta on a Wednesday, first week of April. And uh, never left. But I was, I started dancing and one day I decided that, because the plan was to come to the States, as I to, as you know, I'm an actor. Yeah. And when I came to the States, I had a very good plan. I said, I'm going to eat with tango and starve as an actor mm. while I'm in the States. Mm. And the plan went amazing because I starved as an actor mm. and I <laughs> ate with tango. Yeah. So the moment I decided I was going to dance tango to make a living in the US, that's where I said, I'm going to live out of this. I, I'm I think I'm a decent dancer. I, I, I have a lot to give. I love to dance. And, but basically, you know what also drives you is that you want to you wanna dance as much as you can, man. And so if you can make it part of your life, like dancing, that you enjoy this, you're hooked. You, 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 you go for it. And then you think about the money. And yeah. then you think about the, the income, and mm-hmm. which I, I think there's not enough money in tango yet you know <laughs> yeah. that's what we have to turn around mm-hmm. but the decision was that you know when i decided to move to new york from argentina i realized that i was going to be dancing a lot mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so a lot of our people our students those listening right now are uh, just getting into tango just starting to feel that that addiction kick in they may still be a little apprehensive about going to milongas uh, what was your first milonga experience like Oh, well, when I started La Viruta, mm. I took the lesson. Yeah. It was a group lesson. Okay. You paid money today was maybe a dollar, a dollar fifty. Nice. And <laughs> you took the lesson, and then the milonga started. And I used to go home. Yeah. I didn't stay for the milonga. For about maybe four months, yeah. I used to just take the lesson and go home, and then I'll stay at the, at, the, at the seats, at the tables, and just watch mm-hmm. all the people dance. La Viruta at that time opened only twice a week mm-hmm. and the, the milongas were just starting to 
grow very slowly back in 1998-97. Uh, but I do realize that after my first lesson, then I was a typical Sunday night, uh, Sunday evening that is a depressing day and you don't know what to do with your life. <laughs> and I said, you know what, I'm going to take a tango lesson. I'm going to go somewhere to take a tango lesson. Mm -hmm. So I went to the middle of downtown, yeah. took the bus, and I went for a tango lesson. And it was one of the happiest moments of my life. Like, like I had something to do with my life. It's not that I was lost in my life, sure. but, it was, but I said, you know, this is really cool. I like to take lessons. And, and it was very easy for me without sounding arrogant, you know. Yeah. It's like I knew movement. It was very easy to me uh, to learn how to dance. Mm. So, I think everybody has his own time to jump into the milongas, you know? Yeah. Everybody has his own time. Some people, Miguel Soto, he used, to say, he used to say that he'd spent many years, if I'm not wrong, just watching because he was too intimidated to go to the milongas mm -hmm. and dance, you know? Uh, because it, it's a very rough environment, especially like 20, 25 years or 30 years ago, okay. you know? So now it's very friendly. Now it's there are all communities, everything. Mm. It's cool. Uh, there are introduction workshops. I mean, back then, 1997, 98, the breakthrough was very difficult. Okay, interesting. Good. So I want to switch gears a little bit to, to teaching. Yeah, so you've been teaching for a while now. A lot of people look up to you. What are what are some of the challenges of, of teaching beginners? From which point of view? From the beginner point of view, or from the of the instructor point of view? Instructor point of view. Well, from the instructor point of view, um, I mean, I love it. Yeah. As a teacher, I love to teach beginners because I think it's the it's like an like a like a clean canvas yeah. where you can where you can paint and draw yeah. whatever you want, and that's also a big responsibility because you have to fit in, you have to feed the guy's brain and body with with good knowledge and good good basics and. Uh, I'm very responsible when I teach beginners. I, but I'm also very crude when okay. I teach beginners. I tell them that in this dance, the only way to learn how to dance is dancing. Mm -hmm. The only way to learn how to dance is understanding that there are no shortcuts in this dance. That is a process. That is a language. Mm -hmm. Tango is a body language. Like, like you have the grammar in tango. That you have the different elements and the different steps and the different combination but you have it's a language that you need to learn how to to chew mm -hmm. you understand and and when you go dancing also uh, 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 you encourage your the teach the students to take lessons and also go dancing mm -hmm. and dance with everyone the tall the short the fat the thing the slow the fast woman or man depending on the gender or leader or follower whatever your orientation is I don't care um, but that's the key because that's to become a social dancer because remember it's a language so you need to know how to communicate so if it's a language uh, you need to be able to get dirty with embracing bodies all the time and being embraced and being led and to follow you know that's that's the catch and and there are no shortcuts at all i swear there are no shortcuts yeah so on the other side of that what are the challenges of teaching really experienced students well you know what i'm gonna be very honest sure i'm very bad at that okay because 
When you teach a student that you see him dance and dances very well, I really don't see anything else to teach because I understand that he already speaks the grammar unless you have a certain goal that he approaches you to learn. Like for example, I had a lot of students that they say, Oliver, I would like to learn milonga. People like the way I dance milonga. I would like to learn milonga from you. Okay. But I teach them the way I dance milonga, but I would never dance like them and they would never dance like me because it's a very personal thing. Right. So when you teach advance, uh, and they know, yeah, they know the concept of a sacada, they know the concept of a boleo, they know a concept of a hero, they know a concept of a parada, they know a concept of rhythm. Sometimes you say, man, I, I, it's, it's your, what do you want to learn more from? Let me be clear. It's because at the end of the day, you just want to go to the milonga and dance. Mm -hmm. So, and dance is so personal. I remember back in the days that people said, no, you have to stand straight and you have to do that and yeah. this and feet together and that and that because some people took it too extreme, like Tango Taliban's and they were saying like, <laughs> like, 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 like yeah. you're, you're, you're not respecting the art form and our culture and blah, 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 blah. And you know, every language has a different accent. It's not the same way people speak English in Chicago than the way they speak English in New York and speak English in the South, or it happens also in Argentina. So people here in, in different parts of the country or different parts of the world, they will, they will dance tango their own way. And I think that's great. So, but they still do a sacada. They still know how to embrace. They still know where the woman is standing. They still know that the great thing about this dance is embracing a great body in terms of energy body, you know? Sure, it, yes. it, what, what, what fills you when you connect and there's something under the radar that everybody knows and nobody talks about it that we love to be embraced with someone else when you connect. That's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the only reason we dance, you know? The, the, the rest is an excuse. You know, because a lot of people dance, but they dance only tango. They don't dance other things as dancers, like single, that like, oh, I'm gonna, I dance, I express myself. No, they love to dance tango. So it's, 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 it's a different animal, you know? So basically, uh, what I think is that, that uh, when I have, uh, first of all, also, I don't have that many advanced students because, oh, uh, Maybe I'm talking a lot, and we no, can no, no, talk. Please, please. Um, no, because I, I, I am, I am not a. I don't consider myself a tango performer. You know. Okay. It's like when you see performances of great colleagues and great dancers that they are, they love to do the tango performance. They stand apart of each other, yeah. and they walk to each other and they dance and they mm -hmm. do the performance. They do the tango, the valves, the milonga, the another tango, blah blah blah. blah. Mm -hmm. Their choreography, they're fulfilled with that, and I don't. It's not that I don't like it. I don't know how to do it. I don't buy that character as a performer. If you put me to do on a screen and I have to act, I have on stage yeah. as an actor, I will go for it because that's what I love to do. Or yeah. even when I did Margot, that I danced mm -hmm. with Chicho dressed up as yeah, a woman. Yeah. Oh, so that was fun for yeah. me. But to do the tango performance per se, yeah. I don't have a. I wouldn't have a job in that. You understand? Okay. Yeah. So that's why my dance. Uh, maybe it's not as as, as, as as visual or as spectacular mm -hmm. to make people say, oh, I want to learn with this guy. Mm -hmm. But maybe I know the same amount of things or more shit, I'm sorry, than the people who are very flashy, yeah. you understand? Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. totally fine, okay. you know? But that's the concept. Actually, you know, sometimes people want to learn from the people they like 
when they see them dance, mm-hmm. instead of thinking, who will give me more value to learn this dance mm-hmm. to the approach that I need? Because if someone wants to be a social dancer, mm-hmm. I can tell them a thousand times. Now, if someone wants to be a performer, from the tango point of view, I guess I'm not the right person. Mm-hmm. But not everybody wants to be a tango performer. That's right. the con- that's the yeah. point. Yeah. So normal people who social dance go to tango performers mm-hmm. to learn how to dance socially instead to go instead of going to social dancers yeah. who dance socially who can teach them social dance. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. That's that, that that's okay. the thing. Make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So as you travel and you meet all yeah. different kinds of uh, tango enthusiasts. Um, yeah, and something, a kind of recurring theme that's come up with a lot of these interviews is, is making, you know, tango dancing your way, yeah. know, authentically to your way. Yeah. Now, um, with all the, a lot of the students you've worked with, is there, do you kind of see a recurring issue like that, that holds people's dancing back? Not due to ability per se, maybe like a mental block, maybe they haven't found their authentic self, they're trying to dance like somebody. Do you see kind of a recurring issue that you think that all tango dancers, at least, or many that need to work on, regardless of which city they're from? Um, I see that every individual or couple who dances, mm-hmm. they dance their own way. You can't avoid that. Right. You will always do it your way, but that because mm-hmm. that's who you are. Even if you're trying to look like someone, you will always do it your way. Mm-hmm. Now, there are not so many that they are consciously confident and consciously uh, decisive in saying, this is the way I dance. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the way I dance. I mean, someone, uh, you develop, a, I think I'm a true believer that you develop a style when you consciously or unconsciously dance the way you are, you understand? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, some people, be uh, Chicho, for example, yeah. has his own style, and I think he did it a conscious. He did a conscious decision in saying, mm-hmm. "Listen, uh, I'm gonna dance this way. This is the way I feel it. This is the way I express myself." Because it's very. Chicho's one of a very good friend of mine, sure. and, yes. and one of my best friends in tango, and I yeah. consider him like Picasso. You know, he is. He is. The one and only mm. true, outstanding uh, expression, sensible artist and and painter of this dance, because mm-hmm. not the way, because it's the way he approaches the dance, it's the way he thinks the dance, it's the way he, it's the way he, the way he plays with the dance, mm-hmm. and his he his dancing is based on combining creatively the elements of mm-hmm. dance rather than performing in a graceful way the line of the dance like mm-hmm. another dancer might do like for example I don't know Miguel Soto is a totally different mm-hmm. thing but Miguel Soto is a beautiful dancer yeah. or Sebastián Chalo who are mm-hmm. or, or, or beautiful dancers you know beautiful dancers mm-hmm. but but what I like about and but what I like about Chicho mm-hmm. I'm sorry we're deviating the That's conversation okay, no. it's it's his this it's, it's unique it's unique yeah the other guys are beautiful and are unique in their sense. I'm talking about the leaders because I'm a leader. Sure. I mean, there are other yeah. women dancers that they are beautiful as well. Yeah. Um, that that maybe there's another one who's going to be beautiful, but this guy is unique. You know, mm-hmm. he's unique. So uh, 
to explain you this, um, I think that it becomes your style when people identify who you are, the way you dance. You know, it's it's it's, it's a tricky question. I don't sure. know. No, no, that's that's good. That's you know, good. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, what are some things you do to, to challenge yourself to, to stay, um, uh, to, to keep improving your own dancing? What are what are some strategies you employ? Mm. Well, none. <laughs> yeah, because no, because also one of the reasons I didn't follow the tango dancing career, even if I did it professionally between fingers for ten years, is I am not going to rehearse six hours a day. Okay, I am not going to do that. It's not in my nature. It's not in my. It's not in my 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 my, my mind. It's not in my goals. Uh, and. I I respect hundred percent the guys and the couples who do that, and yeah. they're also because they have a job. Maybe they are working in a tango house, or they're working yeah. in a company, mm -hmm. or they're in the circuit in the circuit that they are in the tango festivals. Mm -hmm. That they need to keep keep sharp, keep sharp, mm -hmm. and they have to 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 train. Mm -hmm. I don't do that at all. Okay. What I do is that I by dancing so mu so much. You end up discovering things that you start working on, but as a fun thing, not as a goal. Yeah. You know, but I'm involved very much in the tango business because I find it it's like my my expression. Tango is my expression. You know, it's my it's my channel. It's my connection to inspiration. It's my muse. You know, I write about tango. I I think about when I write film. I write stories about tango. I think about businesses around tango. Like 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 I do a tango tour to Argentina. It's like it's my 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 it's my jungle. Yeah. You know, that's it's my environment. You know, yeah. So with all your travels to yeah. all over the all over the world, you've seen a lot of really wonderful wonderful people and wonderful tango communities. Mm. So the really the, the communities that have made an uh, that have made an impression on you, what do they all have in common? I don't know. I mean, I've been in, for example, in in Turkey, and uh -huh. they dance great. Mm -hmm. I've been in Russia and they dance great. I've been in Ukraine and they dance great. Mm -hmm. uh, the U.S. There's a big community mm -hmm. and there's less amount of people who dance well. Okay. But there's a lot of people who dance very well and tango has improved a lot in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Has improved a lot. Um, but. Uh, the Russians are very good. Yeah, they're very good dancers. Uh, I heard that in Korea they dance very well. I haven't been there, mm -hmm. and I heard also that in Italy they dance very well. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been there, but I haven't seen that many. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. What do they have in common? I don't know. Uh, Turkish people are very much like Argentine people. You know, I've been there, and the idiosyncrasy is it's. It's like that, and, 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 and they like it. They have like six, seven festivals a year. It's a community that grew a lot. Yeah. And they're very good. They're yeah. very good. Okay. Good. Yeah. So kind of going back to, uh, to tango, personal tango growth, um, what were some bad habits that you used to have in tango but overcame? <laughs> Define bad habits. 
bad habits. It could be anything. It could be it could be something technical. For me personally, it was my I always tense up my left arm. That was one big thing. But then, oh, you know, but that was symptomatic of other issues in my life at the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I used to have a pitch and toe. Okay. So my teachers, I and I used to force myself to dance more straight with my feet oh, okay. and and that's uh, something that I worked a lot to okay. develop a good a good uh, something that fascinated me about this dance was the elegance in this dance yes. uh-huh. and 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 I, that's a that's a point from the tango point of view mm-hmm. I don't know if people see Chicho as an elegant dancer okay. but I see him as a beautiful dancer, I see. I see that yeah. what, it, what the way he did, he created his own style. Yeah. But as an elegant dancer, what requires the the, the art form and the body language of the dance, I felt very much in love with the dance. Yeah. You know, I think it's very very nice. It's very it's very it's a very unique body language of dance type of dance. You understand? Yeah. And I love to see beautiful women dancing tango. Mm-hmm. You know, when, the, when a woman is really good looking in tango, I think it's the most beautiful type of woman there is. You know, people mm-hmm. love uh, fitness women or yeah. bodybuilders or, yeah. or, or, or swimmers or, mm-hmm. or models. Or, sure. I, I yeah. like the tango dancer. The tango dancer, okay. You know, the yeah. beautiful tango dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is considered beautiful for me, yes. said person, sure, you sure. know, as a woman, uh, that's what I love. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah. to watch when I really see beauty in a tango dancer woman, mm-hmm. when she's bracing a guy on mm-hmm. brace and walking and and the way she dances, mm-hmm. because that's also what you develop as a dancer. You know, you develop the eye in a minute. In a yeah. minute, man, you know when someone is a good dancer. Then mm-hmm. you say that your your mouth starts to melt. You say you're thirsty. You say I want to ask her to yes. dance. I want to dance this girl I'm mm-hmm. gonna dance her mm-hmm. that happens it's, yeah. it's a, like an animal yeah, yeah. instinct yes. you know you mm-hmm. wanna go for it you mm-hmm. know yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's great yeah I mean just like the, the form of communication you know it's without without words I mean I know it sounds cliche but it's totally true if you once you, once you do it once you feel it you know you know exactly what exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. I, and yeah I, I sometimes also it sounds cliche right, right. Yeah. it sounds cliche but uh, but you know what I believe very much in the cliche because the cliche becomes cliche because there's a root that has a big truth mm-hmm. if not it doesn't become cliche exactly you yeah. understand yeah. so uh, I believe very much in the cliche yeah, yeah. 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 I definitely want to touch upon your, your film switching gears okay. again so uh, if you have not seen the film Fermin Glorias del Tango gotta check it out Okay, there are very few movies with good, authentic tango dancing in it. Uh, Oliver has directed that film. Um, and wrote much, it. And wrote it and starred in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. So you've got some more film projects coming on. I know we talked a little bit about that before, but why don't you let the listeners know? Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah I'm writing after Fermin. I mm-hmm. must say that with my partner, Arnan, we produced three more films. Yeah. Not tango related. Okay. And I'm writing a new tango film. It's about a... Tango singer, uh-huh. a tango singer, and uh, 
and we'll see. I cannot tell you the plot yet because it's it's it's. I kind of want to keep it sure, for no, my no, own. And then I'm writing uh, about a, a, a tango dancer who happens to come to Argentina from abroad. Mm. And well, it's a, like a romantic comedy. Okay. Uh, I'm doing it very commercial because I think also that's the that's the where we have to aim for us who see and hope to create tango as an industry because it's not an industry yet yeah mm -hmm. it's a, and maybe you will never will or but i think something becomes an industry when a lot of people see it as an industry and mm -hmm. i want to make it happen an industry because it's going to make everybody grow you're going to yeah. continue having a job with postcasts and, and, and interviewing <laughs> yes. or or developing your own thing there were going to be more festivals more marathons more mm -hmm. shoes more Dancing lessons, more, more records, more, more orchestras, more yeah. everything. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so that's my goal. Yeah. I have a little, like Pugliese used to say, that is mm -hmm. a little nail in this tango machine. I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. I aim to create value mm -hmm. for tango, you know, mm -hmm. and with no limits. Right. Not only Argentina, mm -hmm. all over the world. Yeah. Nobody cares now where the world champion of Taekwondo comes from, if he comes from Korea. He's just a black belt, period. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. No matter, or judo, or chess, mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, is that something that I want to I wanna change? Maybe the, 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 the color, or maybe the, 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 the authenticity, or maybe the, the culture could be Argentina, because that's where the root is. Right. But, but then everybody's gonna absorb it and, and, and you know actually I see a lot of people in who come from all over the world that they really want to learn for example to learn Spanish because yeah. they want to connect to the dance mm -hmm. and it, it and they are they are very much uh, tri it's very much triggered by the fact that they dance tango mm -hmm. and I think that's that's very good you know yeah. Yeah. so what other exciting projects do you have in the pipeline so uh, <laughs> we, I created a, a new tango tournament, a new kind of tango tournament that is not the Mundial. It's a, it's a tango tournament that requires uh, to dance only the variación of a tango, which is many tangos have a variación. Most of the Pugliese tangos, they have a variación. Mm -hmm. So the last 50, 60 seconds of a tango, when they, well, all the tango dancers in a show, they have to show their thing and they throw everything that they know very, very fast. That's what they require to dance. They dance only the variación. The name of the contest is called Pelando Variación. Mm -hmm. We use the term Pelando. Pelando in Spanish means to peel. Mm -hmm. And it's a very slang, trashy, Kind of, ex kind of expression is like say, it's like saying in a trashy way, "Show me what you got." Okay. So they have to peel their variation, variation in the mm -hmm. middle of the in the middle of the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And so far, we're doing the third year, and the winners come as a prize. They come to the states to to teach regular lessons, and also this next year is going to be for those who want to participate in the Pelando Variación that is going to be held in the states. Maybe February in, in the Southern California Championship, uh, uh, Juliana's Pazmazian Southern California Championship. Uh, we're going to do a section of Pelando Variación there, and the winners of the Pelando Variación in the States, we're going to go to Argentina in 2018 to participate in the semifinals of the Pelando Variación in Argentina. So it's like going to the Mecca to dance there yes. to show their thing. Excellent. Good, good. Excellent. So, Oliver, where can we find out more information about you, your projects? 
Uh, I'm on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> a, I mean, people have sometimes the flu. I have Facebook, <laughs> you know, and Oliver Conker. I'm on Facebook, and they can find me there. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. I don't know how that information in the show notes at the end of the show. Okay. Right. Well, Oliver, thank you again so much for taking the time, man. It's okay. Been, it's been great. You're a tough man to keep up with, but thank you. Glad I was able to catch you here. So okay. Enjoy thank your you time very much. In Chicago, and we'll we'll see you again soon. Thank you, man. All right. Wow. With Oliver's busy travel schedule, he is a hard guy to keep up with, and I'm very grateful to have been able to speak with him. Over the course of our conversation, Oliver made a really important point that we're going to hear over and over again, but it's a point that really can't be stressed enough, and that's learning how to be comfortable dancing our own way. In other words, we can take lessons from great teachers like Oliver and we can learn how to do steps their way, but in the end, in order to dance well, we have to put our own unique personalities into our tango. And I can tell you firsthand, that's not as easy as it sounds. So let's think of it this way, and I'm still working on this too. When we dance, is our tango being shaped by who we are deep down, or are we spending more energy trying to influence other people's perceptions of us? And much of the challenge with tango is becoming comfortable with the former. So again, Oliver, thank you for bringing that to our attention, and thank you for your thoughts. And to all of you listeners, thank you again so much for tuning into Joe's Tango Podcast. If you enjoyed this program, it would mean the world to me if you could take one minute to head over to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, a review, and remember to subscribe. We'll have more shows coming to you weekly. I'm Joe Yang. Talk to you again soon.